Welcome back to another devotional in the book of Proverbs. We've made it to chapter 10, where we'll actually begin the Proverbs of Solomon. And what Proverbs are, are these short but weighty sentences that help us and give us guidance on how to live wisely for the glory of God in our lives today. 1 Kings 4.32 tells us that Solomon wrote 3,000 of these Proverbs. So these are only a portion of the Proverbs that Solomon wrote, but we know that the ones that are here have been inspired by God, and that these are the Proverbs given to us by Yahweh. So if you've already prayed on your own, if you've already read Proverbs chapter 10 on your own, then let's dive in. Now, there are so many Proverbs in each chapter. Remember that Proverbs are just short sentences that guide us and help us to live wisely. So we certainly won't be able to go over every single Proverb in each chapter during these short devotionals. But what we will do instead is we'll focus on maybe a couple of Proverbs and really try to figure out application for our lives from those Proverbs. But what you will generally see in the book of Proverbs and throughout all of these Proverbs that we'll look at is this contrast between what the wise man does and what the foolish man does. What does the wicked man do and what does the righteous man do? And so as we are constantly evaluating our lives and trying to figure out, am I currently walking on the path of wisdom or am I walking on the path of foolishness? These Proverbs will serve us so well because each proverb is crystal clear. This is what the wise person does, and this is what the foolish person does. So we'll be able to test ourselves very clearly. Let's just begin by looking at the first verse in chapter 10 of Proverbs. Um, it says this, The Proverbs of Solomon. A wise son makes a father glad, but a foolish son is a grief to his mother. Isn't it so appropriate for us in junior high, for you junior high students, if you're wondering if you're walking in wisdom or foolishness, the very first verse in chapter 10 gives you a test. Do you make your parents glad or do you bring your parents grief? Students, look no further than your very home. At the end of the day, are you making your parents exhausted and just spent from having to discipline you and having to talk to you about the same things over and over again? Do you leave them exhausted because all you showed them all day was foolishness and disobedience? Or at the end of the day, have you left your parents filled with joy and gladness because you chose to walk in wisdom and not only obey your parents but serve your parents doing things without them asking and doing the things that they've asked you to do with excellence at the heart of everything we do is first corinthians 10:31 whether you eat or drink or whatever you do do all for the glory of god but even on top of that there should be this desire to please your father and mother constantly and if you truly have a relationship with jesus christ then you will want to become more like jesus in every area of your life 
And Jesus serves as the ultimate example even in this area. He always greatly desired to please his Father. I mean, look at John 8, verses 28 through 29. It says this, So Jesus said, When you lift up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am He, and I do nothing for myself, but I speak these things as the Father taught me. And He who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone. For I always do the things that are pleasing to Him. And we see in Matthew chapter 3, verses 16 through 17, the baptism of Jesus, that the Father was pleased with him. Verse 16, And after being baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming upon him. And behold, there was a voice out of the heavens saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom... I am well pleased. If we truly desire to be like Christ, then even in our home, we will seek to glorify Him and become more like Him, seek to walk in wisdom so that we can bring our parents gladness and not grief. The last thing we'll quickly look at in this chapter is this constant emphasis to watch over our speech. To watch over the things that we say. Look down at verses 6 through uh, 14. It says this. Blessings are on the head of the righteous. But the mouth of the wicked covers up violence. The remembrance of the righteous is blessed. But the name of the wicked will rot. The wise of the heart will receive commandments. But an ignorant fool of loose lips will be ruined he who walks in integrity walks securely but he who makes his ways crooked will be found out he who winks the eye causes pain and an ignorant fool of loose lips will be ruined the mouth of the righteous is a fountain of life but the mouth of the wicked covers up violence hatred stirs up strife but love covers all transgressions on the lips of the one who has understanding, wisdom is found. But a rod is for the back of him who lacks a heart of wisdom. Wise men store up knowledge, but the mouth of the ignorant fool draws ruin near. And again, look further in verses 18 through 21. He who covers up hatred has lying lips, and he who spreads a bad report is a fool. When there are many words, transgression is unavoidable. But he who holds back his lips has insight. The tongue of the righteous is as choice silver. The heart of the wicked is worth little. The lips of the righteous feed many, but ignorant fools die for lack of a heart of wisdom. And even further, lastly in verses 31 and 32, the mouth of the righteous bears wisdom but the tongue of perversions will be cut out. The lips of the righteous know what is acceptable, but the mouth of the wicked what is perverse. We just talked about the importance of our speech last Wednesday, and we see it again here, and we'll consistently see it throughout the book of Proverbs, that what you say matters, and what you say has consequences. 
the perverted tongue, the foolish tongue will be cut out. But the mouth of righteousness, the one that spreads wisdom, is a fountain of life and will be blessed. Every single word of yours is examined by Yahweh. Every single word. What comes out of your mouth should be glorifying to Him. There is just so much more to study in this chapter alone. Uh, but what we focus on today is that we must honor our Father and mother, making every effort to please them in all that we do. And as we seek to please them, we are also pleasing our Heavenly Father. And we also looked again at our speech. What we want to make sure is that everything that comes out of our mouth is well thought through and it is glorifying to God. That is Proverbs chapter 10, and I'll see you tomorrow for Proverbs chapter 11.